Hello. Welcome to Public Affairs on WRBH. I'm Lynn Koppel, and today we're joined by Melissa Stewart, who is the program coordinator of Teen Lives Count. It's a uh, service of the Jewish Family Service, and she's going to tell us about it. It's a kind of a an unpleasant topic, a little bit, but it's it's a hope. Let's hope it's going to be hopeful. Thank you so much for coming in, Miss Stewart. Miss Stewart, tell us what's what this is. Um, teen Life Counts is a free suicide prevention program um, for teens in the greater New Orleans area. Um, we we are for um, grades seven through twelve. Um, we go into any school in the greater New Orleans area that requests mm-hmm. us. Um, whether it's public, private, charter, parochial, um, it doesn't matter. Um, we have a two-day curriculum. We go into the school and we talk about um, how teens can help prevent suicide. That, you know, like I say, it's it's not a pleasant topic to discuss, but I'm so glad that you all are doing it. I know the work of Jewish Family Service and the good work they do, and we'll talk more about that. How does this Tell us something about the teen suicide, oh, and this is depressing, the the teen suicide uh, statistics that you all have and why you started this program, perhaps. Right, yeah, and and that's, um, you know, why it is so important is because suicide is actually the second leading cause of death among um, young people ages 10 to 24. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's definitely serious and um, it's something that, you know, we want to disseminate information on. Well, you know, so many of the schools in New Orleans have, and I, I suppose this is true for the past few years, have been affected by this sort of thing. And it doesn't just affect, of course, more horribly, the parents and the the family of some someone who chooses this, but also the whole community really, doesn't it? Right, and there and there is, um, you know, unfortunately, there is something called contagion effect. Oh, where yes. if, if there is, a, um, you know, a suicide completion in a school, it does make it statistically more likely that another will occur. Mm, how horrible. Right. And so a lot of, um, you know, what we do in our program is it's an educational program, education and prevention. Um, we talk about how teens can help their peers, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so we teach them what the warning signs are, um, so hopefully they could identify them. Um, and one thing that we talk about is that if a teen um, is struggling, they're more likely to tell a peer before they go tell their parent or their counselor or mm-hmm. you know their teacher, just because that's who they feel comfortable with. And so teens are kind of the first line of defense. You know, a terrifying fact that I've read about uh, was that many teens feel they don't have enough friends, and so they'll put things on Facebook or on Twitter that they would not say to the their pal. Have you all found that, or is that something that you address as well? So when we talk about warning signs, we do talk about there are you know they don't just have to be in person; they can mm-hmm. be displaying warning signs through their social media. Um, and something that we stress is that you know suicide is preventable. It you know. Obviously, there are always exceptions, but typically it's not out of nowhere. You know, later on um, after a suicide completion, you know, people will say, oh, yeah, there were some signs or, you know, he did say such and such. And so that would be something to look out for, even on social media accounts, um, whether it's very direct, Mm -hmm. you know, as direct as 
you know, I, I want to harm myself. I, I want to die, mm-hmm. yes. Or or something indirect, more vague, like, well, I you know, won't matter next year anyways because um, I won't be here, something yeah. like that. Would you be comfortable giving some of these warning signs to the audience in general? And I say this not to terrify people or to get grandparents or whoever was listening <laughs> bothering their teenagers, but it might be a good idea to talk a little bit about some of the signs that you all bring up. Right. Um, definitely. It's, it's important to know. Um, so the first one would be statements, um, mm-hmm. just like we just talked about, either direct yes. or indirect, um, that indicate that they want to end their lives. Um, the second one would be displaying emotional distress, mm-hmm. and that can look different in different people. It can look different in, you know, males versus females, but, you know, a change in kind of your affect or your um, the way that you're presenting yourself, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's sure. crying or sulking or um, being angry or just just a change um, yeah. in your kind of emotional state. Um, of course, producing any means, um, you know, having having something that yeah. that you could use um, and then um, any change, significant change in behavior, whether that's a change in hygiene, a change in the way that they're dressing, um, any significant change in behavior, yeah. such as withdrawing or something like that. Well, you know, the the terrifying thing, is, as you, we've just talked about, is families might notice these things and just think, let's be honest, teenagers tend to be kind of quirky and sulky and bad moodish at times. And you say, oh, well, that's just being teenager, but maybe they are things that you should take note of and be a little bit more supportive or a little bit more questioning. And, and, and Now, who's going to talk to their mother or their grandmother about stuff like this, or their father even? Uh, but maybe you should make a note of it in your mind and see if there are things that you can kind of push forward that are better. Are there? Yes, and so that's that's a really good point. Um, <laughs> you know, like you said, um, some of that could just be normal teen sure. behavior, you know, being kind of sulky or something like yeah. that. Um, but so that's a, kind of the next thing that we push is just being really direct. You know, don't beat around the bush. It's okay to just directly say, you know, are you feeling depressed? Are yes. you feeling sad? And as direct as, are you thinking of harming yourself? Yeah. Have you thought of suicide? Because there's kind of this myth that, oh, if I bring it up, it'll put the idea in their head. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. If you if you bring it up, it shows that you care. You're not yeah. you're not going to make it more likely. If anything, you're going to make it less likely because you're addressing it. Well, that's that's kind of comforting to know is that it's better. Don't be afraid of the subject. And you know, if someone knows that you're caring about it, I, I this is probably ignorance talking, but to me, it seems that a lot of times people who commit suicide feel completely isolated and that, well, nobody will care. And I don't know whether that's a mental aberration that maybe when you're depressed, that's the way one feels. But uh, maybe if somebody brings it up and knows someone's watching me and someone really, really cares and wants to talk about it. And then there are others too, like teachers, you know, things I guess you address when you go to these schools. And I'm sure teachers, many teachers know this because you've probably had to take some of that in your education courses, but things that they can observe too. 
Yes. So that's that's a really important point. So even though, like I said, um, we're educating teens and we're teaching them that they're the Mm -hmm. first line of defense. That's so basically we want them to help identify um, if there are signs and we want them to be a bridge to help. We tell them they they don't have to solve the problems themselves. Of course, they just have to be a bridge. They have to get their friend to an adult who can help, whether that's the teacher, the school counselor, a parent, somebody. And so something we do um, in the uh, during the program is help them identify what we call adult allies. I was going to ask about that. Go ahead. Right. And so, you know, we you know, who's an adult you could talk to if you you know, we start off with if you were stressed in school. Sure. Who's an adult you could talk to if you all of a sudden felt really sad or um, started feeling depressed? And Mm -hmm. then who's an adult you could talk to if a friend came to you with this information? Sure. And so we want them, you know, we actually have them write down who those adults are and then, you know, make sure, do you have their contact info? Could you get a hold of them quickly? Um, because if a friend ever does say sure. that to you, you need to get an adult right away. Either yeah. bring that friend to the adult or if they won't go, get the adult to come to you. Yes. You know, I think a lot of times young people feel that they're betraying a trust if they you know, someone tells you something, well, you don't want to tell their mother, you don't want to tell the teacher, you don't want to tell the counselor or the guidance person who's in the school. But I think it's important to reiterate that, yeah, but this is really a serious thing. You know, it's someone has got to be told and made aware. Exactly. And that's, that's something that we say is, it's better to lose the friendship than the friend. Um, you know, even if, you know, that's what we say, even if they're mad at you forever for the rest of your life, you know, they won't be your friend because you broke their secret. It's better to lose that friendship than to lose the actual friend. Yeah. Well, you know, and that is important because, and speaking as an aged person, you know, a lot of times people probably aren't going to hate you forever for doing something which is helpful. Right. Even Ex- though it's just very annoying at exactly, the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They, they'll pro- probably, hopefully, eventually, you know, see that you, you helped them. Yeah, that it was a good thing for them to do, not a harmful thing. Do you all address things like bullying and how do you, how do we end that so that a child isn't pushed into a place where they feel they have no friends and... We, yes, we, we definitely do talk about that and, um, a big thing that we talk about in the program is empathy mm-hmm. and kind of how to be empathetic towards your peers. And we talk about um, certain groups that may be struggling, that may be at even higher risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, really stressing that you should be kind and empathetic to um, everyone at your school mm-hmm. and um, being an upstander rather than a bystander, you know, if Good you see point. something. Um, and then something else um, you had mentioned, like the teachers, um, identifying warning signs. I wanted to mention, we also offer, so our main program is for teens, Mm -hmm. um, but we also offer what we call gatekeeper trainings. And those are free as well. And we can come and do a presentation for the whole faculty and staff, Mm -hmm. like on an in-service day. Um, And we also have a presentation for parents. um, That's very good. That we can offer on like, you know, um, parents night or at a PTA meeting or something. And it's to help. So then, you know, we've covered all our bases. The teens know you know what to do. The sure. parents know what to look out for. The teachers know what to do. Yeah. And we also even train um, the school counselors before we go into their school. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the requirements is that they come and attend um, just a you know a morning workshop at Jewish Family Service, and we talk about, hey, we're, you know, we're going to be bringing up suicide in your school. 
we want to make sure you're, you know, you're ready if yeah. a student comes and talks to you about it. And kind of know what, I guess you also have lists of resources that someone can access if if a kid comes in and says something and you realize, mm, this is this sounds more serious than something that I can handle. You do, in other words, who can I call to besides the parent, of course. Right, exactly. And that's kind of like back to that bridge to help. So, you know, the teen might be the bridge to mm-hmm. the school counselor. Sure. And then, of course, the school counselor's got the whole school. You know, they have sure. lots and lots of responsibilities. So they might be um, kind of the the help, you know, that day, and then they might refer to counseling services. So they might be the next bridge to someone yeah. who can help long-term. So, yeah, we definitely provide... Um, information about kind of like crisis resources, which is like the suicide prevention yes. hotline. There's like a, um, a text line. There's an online um, chat. These are all free and confidential. Um, and then, of course, there's, you know, we can give them referrals for counseling services. You know, one of the things that, that's very disturbing in schools is that often Teenagers, unfortunately, do feel isolated and alone, and I don't have any friends, and you have all the mean kid syndrome, and I, you do talk about that. In other words, don't be the mean kid. You know, that's, uh, what if it were you that no one, everyone refused to talk, to, we're not going to talk to her because she did X, Y, Z. Yeah. Right, right, and and just, you know, kind of hoping that we can um, spread the message that, you know, it's hard for everybody. It's hard, yeah. um, you know, even the student that looks happy Perfect. and has yeah. lots of friends and is, you know, on oh, all yeah. the teams and gets good grades. Like, he or she might be struggling down to, um, you know, the person sitting alone. You know, anyone can be struggling. So really to be kind of kind and be each other's um, support. And listen to what someone says and realize, well, this person's, gosh, they, they seem to be What's going on, you know? And, and I ask those kinds of questions, which are hard. I mean, it's hard for a kid to, to to ask a question like that to another person who maybe they don't know intimately, but, you know, what's the matter with you or what's is something happening, you know? Right, and that's um, one of our, you know, during the program, um, we, you know, we do several things, but one of them is actually kind of like a role play mm-hmm. exercise where we practice having that conversation, you know, sure. you know, whatever it is saying, you know, I've noticed that, you know, X change in behavior. Yeah. I've noticed you're, you know, all of a sudden you're sitting all alone and, um, you know, teaching them how to, um, how to be direct and ask, you know, if they're feeling depressed or if, um, they're having thoughts of yeah. harming themselves. And, and what's going on with you? In other words, why are you if there is a why, and sometimes, of course, there isn't a why, or there isn't a why that even adults can articulate with something like that. So with, you know, a child, much less, I don't know why I'm feeling so bad, you know, so. Right, right. And then, and we also, of course, talk about um, depression. You know, there there may have been a triggering event, sure. or there may not have been. Who knows? And, and you know, teaching them that there is help. Um, you know, there are, this is something that's treatable, and it might feel like you're always going to feel this way, but, you yeah. know, that that's not the case. It's not going to last forever, and there are ways to get help. Well, and, and to me, this is so very important. Now, let's talk a little bit about how to get in touch with you all. Let's say, I'm, I'm sure the schools, you you advertise this to all the schools in the district or in the, the area. Where does it go? Not just Orleans, is it? It's Right. So we're in um, Orleans, Jefferson Parish, um, St. Tammany, 
Um, and then I think, I believe, even a couple in Tangipahoa. And in St. Bernard as well? Or, um, no. I, I'm actually not sure. I'm, okay. I'm not positive. No, no. I'm just curious because I want people to mm-hmm. who are listening to say, well, here's something that it is my school doing that. Yeah. Right. So if... Um, if you know you're involved with a school in any way, and mm-hmm. we're not in your school already, um, we'd love to come. Sure. <laughs> um, there's just you know a few steps, some paperwork, but they would contact me. Um, the easiest way to do that is through our website. It's jfsneworleans.org, um, and then you can navigate over to education, and then click Teen Life Counts. Okay. And there's um, some um, links and has my email address there. Um, or you can always just call us. It's 504-831-8475. Um, but we can, you know, we can come into schools. Um, if you are ever interested in being a volunteer, mm-hmm. um, being one of our um, educators who goes into the schools and delivers the program, um, you have to be 21, yes. um, pass a criminal background check, of course, um, and then there's just an application and a training process. Okay. Um, and, and they could also contact me for more information about that. Well, you know, to me, this seems like something that you sh- uh, all schools should be interested in starting with. Um, and I'm going to ask you to repeat all of that information you just gave at the end. So if people are listening and have a, an interest of some sort, take, take notes. And remember, it's Jewish Family Service. So you, even if you just probably go- put that in on your Google thing, You'd, you'd be able to get there. Oh, exactly, yeah. And that that's important. I know a lot of times people give the the, the letters, and you go, <laughs> now, wait, what did you say? Jew, J-S-U, what, what is that? What is that? Right. No, Jewish Family Service, and mm-hmm. just type that in and uh, go from there. But Or, as I say, we'll go again, and we'll have the telephone number. If you feel like you want to call, that's, that's good, too, because maybe you could talk about, you know, your school or what was going on. Um, if you're a parent who are, is worried about a child, would it be helpful to call you all or would it be better to call the school? Um, I think both, honestly. Okay. But um, yes, you could certainly start with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, um, of course, our Teen Life Counts program that we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, but Jewish Family Service also has um, counseling services, you know, for yes. children, teens, families. Um, so that would certainly be a way that we could help out. Um, Talk some about that, because I think that's a very important thing. Even if you're, God forbid, your child, you think your child is suicidal, but if your child is having problems that you're not, you feel like you can't deal with, Jewish Family Services might have someone who could fill in the gap or at least send you somewhere that would be helpful. Oh, absolutely. Talk about that a little bit. Um, absolutely. We have a great staff of therapists mm-hmm. and counselors um, who, you know, who specialize in working with adolescents mm-hmm. and with families. Yeah. And, you know, it might be, you know, it's a case-by-case basis. It may be some sessions with just the adolescent mm-hmm. and then some sessions bringing yes. in the parents. Um, we also have groups. Um, we even, I know we have a parenting group specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a place for parents to get support and to kind of talk about the challenges of, of parenting, um, especially teens. Tell me, are these free services for the most part, or are they uh, sliding scale, or what, what um, is it? We, um, we accept insurance, mm-hmm. and then there, there are some sliding scale services okay. as well. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it. If you, 
went to a private psychiatrist or psychologist or social worker, you know, you'd have the same thing. But maybe this is something that's a little bit more generalist where you can, a lot of different things you can go to. Right, right. And I, I know we, we definitely strive to make it um, affordable. Well, that's good. And that's accessible. Good. Well, you know, all of these services are so important. And tell me where, say like, if you called, would it be at the JCC uptown or the one out in Metairie or, or just general places around the city? Yeah. So, and, and everyone gets us confused with the JCC. Yeah, I know. We, we do, um, of course, you know, we do partner with them on different things, but, um, yeah, so they're the Jewish, um, community center Mm -hmm. and then we're Jewish family service. It's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, we, we could give you their info and vice versa. I'm sure they get calls for us and vice versa. I'm sure they do. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're more like a community center and, you know, they have a gym and a pool and, Mm -hmm. and things like really great things like that. And then we're, um, social service agency, and we've got our we have case management, counseling services, um, adoption services, uh, services for elderly, mm-hmm. um, continuing ed for mental health professionals, and then um, of course we serve people of all faiths, mm-hmm. and then we do have a couple programs specifically for the Jewish community. Sure. Well, you know this is very interesting, and I think it's it's interesting to hear. Let's talk some more about some of these other services. Are you connected with them? Um, I, so I'm mainly focused on teen life counts, mm-hmm. but of course, you know, just being in the office, I, sure. you know, <laughs> talk with, um, the people from other programs. Um, we have a, we have a lot of, um, really cool programs. We also have a, uh, a program that helps refugees. Oh, that's good. Um, and I, I think that's, I believe it's mostly, um, um, minors from Latin mm-hmm. America, kind sure. of helping them get settled in and, and maybe be reunited with family. That's good. Um, so that's that's a big program. And, of course, the counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have um, counseling interns. So we have, like, a program for master's level counseling yes. and social work students. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's actually another. I, I believe that that is a way to get... Um, somewhat discounted counseling services Yes. Um, if, if you're okay with going to a, a master's level intern. Well, it, it's actually a good practice. I know I've worked with people in the graduate school and uh, social work, and, you know, they're young people who are interested, or, or old people, whoever's going, getting a, a graduate degree in it, and uh, they can be very helpful, and it's good for them to learn what are the questions people ask. And what what are the questions and what is the information that people need? And sometimes people are a little hesitant. You know, it, to me, being a social worker, and I'm not a social worker, but I've always admired people who can do that because they can elicit things from people that people aren't just going to come out and tell you. Right, and, right. And that's and, a good way to learn to do it. Right. And of course, they have lots of training and, and you yeah. know, they're being supervised. And then we have, you know, our, our licensed staff, of course, mm-hmm. too, of, of counselors and yeah. therapists who've been practicing for years. Um, and then we have, like I said, different services for um, elderly people. Um, we have one called the Homemaker Program, mm-hmm. and that's um, in, involved in their, what we call the homemakers, and they go into the homes of of these elderly clients and kind of help them around the house. And then we also have another program called Visiting Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is staffed by volunteers and it's it's visiting um, people who can't leave their homes or, or can't easily leave their homes. Now let's, let's underline those two programs because an awful lot of the people who do listen 
to WRBH or people who are homebound for mm-hmm. one reason or another. And maybe that would be an interesting thing for, for them to get in touch with. So would they call just, I, I'd say Google <laughs> Jewish Family Services, but maybe it'd be easier on the phone. Give another the telephone number again. Oh, yeah. It's um, 504-831-8475. And, and you know, um, the, you know, whoever answers could certainly Direct give you information you. and put you in touch yeah. with the right, what you need, <laughs> the right person. Words, yeah. Say I'm, hello, I'm an elderly person and I need some help. And you could, you'd tell them, well, here's, <laughs> and hand the phone to someone else. And that, that's good. Well, these are such wonderful services. And as I say, they're, they're a, a community resource that I hope people feel comfortable, you know, using and as you say, there's no religious uh, requirement in it at all. So feel free to call and find out what you need. Um, let's get back to to this the teen lives count, uh, teen life counts. Um, have do you feel that this is how long has this been going on? That's really the question I'm asking. So we've been around for over thirty years. Oh no, the teen life counts. Yes, yeah. So it's um it's. It was founded by um, our our founder is named Ellie Weiner. Mm-hmm. Um, she started this program. She ran it, I believe, for twenty five years. Good so, grief. yeah, she really put a lot into it. And that's um, something else I was going to mention is that we're we're having um, Jewish Family Service has a big fundraiser every oh, year. Good. Tell us about it. Um, this year, it's called the Rhythm and Soul um, Gala. It's Sunday, May twenty first, at the Audubon Tea Room from six to eight thirty, um, and it is. Um, you know, it, it's always a fundraiser for um, just for Jewish family service in general. But this year, specifically, it's honoring our founder um, of Teen Life Counts, Ellie Weiner, and it's going to benefit Teen Life Counts, the program. Um, and so, you know, if people buy tickets or donate or, or whatever, it's really, really going to help our program. Let's go over that one more time. How much are the tickets or the sponsorships or anything um, like there that? There are different levels. Um that probably the best thing to do is to call and get, okay. get information. Yeah. Just, I'm not sure, so I don't want no, to say no, the wrong no, thing. No, no, give the wrong thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are definitely different levels available. Um, I think you can get individual or, you know, like mm-hmm. buy a table or, or something like that. Um, but again, just call either going to our website or calling um, is the best way to, to purchase tickets for that. And it's May? May 21st, um, Sunday from 6 to 8.30. And okay. it's going to be a dinner and music, and I think it'll be a really nice event. Well, and if you're interested in this and, and seeing it succeed and go forward, or all, any of the other services as well, but particularly this, you know, this might be a good way to kind of um, support and do it. Can people just send you money? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. If, um, you know, if you, and again, same thing, just, just calling or um, there is a link on our website, but you know, it could be a general donation to Jewish Family Service mm-hmm, um, for mm-hmm. all the programs that I mentioned, or you could specifically, yes. you know, indicate I want to donate to Teen Life Counts. And that really helps support us um, because our program, the way that we keep it free to schools sure. is through grants that we yes. we get um, and just through generous donors. And then also the fact that our um, volunteer, our, our educators that go into the schools mm-hmm. are volunteers okay. who, who are very generous with their time and talents and and that's how we stay free 
Well, and this is so important and such a, a t- yeah, I say timely, but and then you tell me 30 years has been going on. And I haven't heard of it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of amazing <laughs> that, that we've been around that long. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, we, we certainly um, have ways to kind of test that we are being effective mm-hmm. and, and getting our message across. Um, we do a pretest mm-hmm. and then we do the, the program. Yeah. And then we do a post-test and, um, you know, it's consistently demonstrated that students are are learning and um, are more informed about suicide prevention. Well, let's hope that it's working 100 percent. But, of course, nothing works 100 percent. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us. This has been Melissa Stewart, who is with Teen Life Counts. It's, uh, say, a service of Jewish family service and an important service. Um, and thank you all for listening. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you so much.